Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. First, let me say that I'm very aware that this ADV broadcast is late, and I don't like that. But the production of several new books, including a new book by National Alliance Chairman William White Williams, which will be out soon, and the moving of our studios to a new location, and the fast-growing baby in the Strom household, and the need to make ends meet, have slowed production of ADV. It will all be made up to you, dear listeners, soon, including a special interview with Chairman Williams in coming weeks. On to today's show. We can't live this way. And I mean that literally. Whites in America, whites everywhere, really, are being forced into conditions that are not conducive to our continued existence. Major media outlets, CNN, NBC, CBS, PBS, and all the rest of them, under Jewish leadership, transmit an endless drumbeat of self-hatred, discouragement, and death to our people, and incite the other races to hate us with passion and make war on us whenever they think they can get away with it. Here are just a few of the hate and guilt-inducing headlines from just one mainstream site over the last few weeks. And the headlines are enough. No need to read the articles for confirmation. Why I Will Never Ever Work on MLK Day My boyfriend's parents were white supremacists. Why Black Girls Need Black Stories This one might not seem anti-white on its face, but we all know that stating the truth, that white children need white stories, white heroes and heroines, would be decried and attacked as quote-unquote racist. Back to the headlines. The Racist History of Your Homeowners Association Congress has been ignoring racist capital police for years. An anti-racist future, a vision and plan for the transformation of public media. White allies, you don't get to not be white right now. What would I do if I had white privilege for a day? There are no mixed-race people. Why it's troublesome to believe otherwise. Now is the time for white people to pick a side. Hey, I even agree with that headline, but I'm pretty sure my conclusions are the opposite of what they're pushing. Back to the headlines. Take your Huckleberry Finn and shove it. English lit is making black kids miserable. White privilege up close and personal. How 
well-intended white people uphold racism. The neuroscience of hate. What were the insurrectionists thinking? How a white woman's anger makes her racism spill out. Does period fiction have to be racially accurate? I got a great job offer, but it's in a racist city. White women, stop using racism as a non-profit marketing tool. Let's talk about our role in upholding racism. Yes, this was a coup attempt against blackness. Why reverse racism is a myth. It doesn't exist, and it's a lie. Songs of white privilege and white supremacy. Hate groups have rebranded, and your old tropes about them allow them to sneak past you undetected. I love your complexion and other micro-assaults on black women. Message to white allies from a black anti-racism expert. You're doing it wrong. The most terrifying three-word phrase might just be whites-only church. How the racists are weaponizing the classics. The red pill community has been using Greek and Roman antiquity to bolster their credibility. White people make life harder for black people. Dear white people, please stop invading my space. Can black women have safe friendships with white women? This is what it feels like to be black in white spaces. Don't rush to forgive white folks. They know exactly what they do. And get this one. Six dog breeds white people love more than they do black people. Ranked. <laughs> Often Headlines like these, and there are worse ones, are the majority in any given day on outlets like CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, Medium, Yahoo, and many others. Imagine the intensity of the propaganda day after day, hour after hour, year after year, multiplied many times by the same messages of guilt and hate being repeated in school curricula, pronouncements by governments and politicians, and messages subtly and not so subtly embedded in modern fiction and drama. The Jew has positioned himself to do this to our people nearly every hour of every day of our lives, and do it he does. It never stops. What are the results of this stoking of guilt and hate by the media? One, 
by the stoking of guilt, whites are rendered psychologically incapable of protecting themselves from dangerous interactions with non-whites, even when protecting themselves is as simple as avoiding contact with said non-whites. Since the media condition our folk to believe that such avoidance is racist and therefore bad. And once in the middle of such a dangerous interaction, such whites often find themselves incapable of defending themselves for the same reason, making them easy victims. Two, by the stoking of hatred for whites, non-whites are rendered even more hostile to whites than they would normally be. This factor needs to be thoroughly studied and investigated, and the effects of this media-fueled hatred publicly discussed in every single case of violence or crime against whites by non-whites. Additionally, those who stoke such hatred against whites need to be held civilly and criminally responsible for these crimes and acts of violence, and they need to be prevented from causing further harm. Let's look at the harm they cause. Under the heading caring for wild animals can be fatal, we see the following news story on white biocentrism. Stupid, selfless Colorado teen beaten to death in parking lot. Negro ex-boyfriend arrested. Danielle Hopton died of injuries after she was allegedly beaten, according to police. She was described as an animal lover who genuinely cared about others. An 18-year-old animal shelter volunteer in Colorado was allegedly beaten to death in a parking lot by her ex-boyfriend, authorities said. Danielle Hopton was found unconscious with life-threatening injuries consistent with an assault in the parking lot of an apartment complex in Fort Collins on February 6, according to Fort Collins police. She was taken to a local hospital where she died of her injuries. Her death was ruled a homicide. Cops didn't elaborate on what kind of injuries she sustained. Police later arrested her ex-boyfriend, Stephen McNeil, 20, for the slaying. Another suspect, Ian Reyes, 20, was also taken into custody in connection with the killing. Woolly-headed McNeil is obviously of predominantly Negro ancestry. All the white mixture of centuries standing his line has experienced made no practical difference in the outcome. In fact, perhaps it made it worse. A police investigation revealed Hopton was with the men the night of her death. 
the group drove to the parking lot of the apartment complex and parked there to hang out, cops said. At some point, Hopton and McNeil got out of the car to talk, and then the assault occurred. The ex fled, and a member of the group called 911, according to police. McNeil is charged with first-degree murder, and Rias is charged with attempt to influence a public servant and accessory to a crime. Hopton was described as an animal lover who genuinely cared about others. Danielle loved spending her time volunteering at the animal shelter and helping her dad raise guide dog puppies, according to a GoFundMe page set up for her family. She was such a selfless and caring person. End of article. The harm they cause. There are no differences between the races. Bringing home black friends shows what a good person you are. It's racist to resist the overtures of a black boy. White people need to stop being racist. We need to give our love to other races. Only in that way can we prove how good we are. And another example of the harm they cause, also from white biocentrism. Triple murder suspect accused of cutting out white female victim's heart, cooking it, and trying to serve it as a meal before killing two family members. Oklahoma authorities said Lawrence Paul Anderson, after being released early from prison in January, killed a white woman, cut out her heart, took it across the street to his aunt and uncle's Chickasaw home, cooked it with potatoes to feed his family to release the demons, and then killed his uncle, badly injured his aunt, and killed their four-year-old granddaughter, the Oklahoman reported. Anderson, 42, faces three counts of first-degree murder, one count of assault and battery with a deadly weapon, and one count of maiming in the February 9 attacks, the paper said. He's accused of killing his uncle, Leon Pye, 67, attacking his aunt, Delcy Pye, and killing their granddaughter, Chaos Yates, and the Pye's neighbor, 41-year-old Andrea Lynn Blankenship, that's the white woman, the Oklahoman reported. Anderson was arrested at the Pye residence after police responded to a 911 call, the paper said. Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation agents said Anderson confessed and said he killed the neighbor first and then cut out her heart before taking it to the Pye home to cook with potatoes to feed to his family to release the demons. An OSBI agent wrote in a request for a search of the home, the paper added. Agents found a cooking pot containing residue and another cooking pot with food inside, the Oklahoman reported. 
Anderson cooked the heart at the pie home and tried to make Delcy and Leon Pie eat the heart before he attacked them, another OSBI agent wrote in a search request of the neighbor's home, the paper noted. Investigators said Anderson stabbed them, KFOR-TV reported, adding that Anderson's aunt who survived was stabbed in the eye. Blankenship's cousin told the station she was a single mother of two who lived alone and worked from home. The cousin added that her family is unaware of any relationship between Blankenship and Anderson, KFOR added. Anderson was sentenced to prison in 2006 for attacking and pointing a gun at his girlfriend, the station said, adding that he was back behind bars in 2012 for selling crack cocaine near an elementary school. Anderson was sentenced again in 2017 for having a gun and sneaking drugs into jail, KFOR said. End of article. Released early from prison by a Jew Soros-approved criminal justice reform administration. Incensed and angered, driven to such madness against white people, driven to revert to his erectus side, so far that he even killed his own family when they would not partake of the cannibal feast. The harm they cause. White people are the enemy. Whiteness must be abolished. White people are racist. All, and I repeat, all white people are racist. White people have oppressed you for hundreds of years. The only reason you don't have what you want is because racist white people stole it from you. Did Lawrence Paul Anderson watch CNN? Did Lawrence Paul Anderson watch videos on critical race theory or abolishing whiteness? Did Lawrence Paul Anderson attend an anti-white church? Was anti-white literature or anti-racist literature produced by Jewish-owned publishers found in his home? Did his friends and neighbors hear him speak negatively about white people? Was material produced by the ADL or SPLC or NAACP found in his home? or in his browsing history? Was he linked in any way to any anti-white organizations? What led him to ending the life of this innocent white woman in this sick, gruesome way? We call for an investigation into the background of this crime. We call for such a background investigation into all crimes against white people, and we call for measures that will put an end to all non-white crimes against our people forever. In order for us to be successful in this, we need more members. 
We need more full-time employees working every day for our cause. And to do that, we need your regular and generous support.